This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Berg. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. Welcome to Victory Life Today. I'm Al Burke. And I'm Angie Burke. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're excited you're here because you're going to learn some good stuff today. Amen. You know, Al, being a Christian, I'll tell you what, you can't be a wimp no. and be the Christian God has called us no. to be. You know, you that? are in a war, and if you're going to be a wimp, you're going to get overwhelmed. Oh, become- my gosh, you're going to get killed, slaughtered. It's unbelievable. But anyway. You know, in the book of Revelation, uh, Jesus says, to him who overcomes, I'll make him a pillar in the temple of my God. And he says it again and again. So that's just two kind of people, the ones who overcome and the ones who are overcome. Yeah. And it's a war. And if you're not willing to fight the war, you will be overcome. Unfortunately, you're in it. You're in it. If you're a Christian, you're born again, you're in this. And um, it's good to be armed up. <laughs> you know, I remember many years ago in the earlier days of my Christianity when, you know, when you come out of the way of the world and kind of like a happy thing and then you're in this war with the devil and I just said, Lord, I'm done. I'm not fighting this war anymore. Yeah. I'm just, I'm going to take a back seat. I'm, I'm not fighting. And the Lord said, me can't. I said, well, what do you mean I can't? He said, you'll be dead in two weeks. The minute yes, you're sir. not willing to stand up to the wiles of the evil one, he's going to take you down or he's trying to. So we're going to cast down this anxious thinking. Yes, we are going to cast down anxious thoughts today because this is another thing, you know, the Bible tells us to cast down anxious thoughts. really does. And it puts the burden on you. Look, if you don't cast them down, you're going to have problems. I mean, there are things that we have to do. And no, we're not teaching law. This has nothing to do with God loving you or not loving you. Being He's pleased with you either not. way. Absolutely. You're going to heaven anyway. He loves you. That's right. That's not right. Not mad at you. But if you want victory in your everyday life, and that's why we call this Victory Life today, uh, you can have victory today, but you've got to fight. We try to teach the believer, look, you get saved, all right? Yay, you got saved. This is awesome. You're going to heaven. Then what do you do? And this is where most people, as Andrew would say, they're saved and stuck. They get saved and then they just kind of keep going to church, getting saved every Sunday, and they never grow. They never understand. They're in a war and they don't understand what's happening to them and they don't know how to fight back. And that's what we're here to teach you how to do, how to live the victorious life in the here and the now. That's why it's called Victory Life Ministries. And so we're talking about anxiety. We're talking about how to get rid of it or how to be free from it rather than just coping with it for the rest of your life. And when you get rid of that anxiety, it's replaced with the peace of God. And then then you're not anxious anymore. It's just awesome. And this one girl, I remember years ago, she said, you know, I... I decided to work on my anxiety. And she said, so I worked very, very hard on it. I'm, I, I, everything I could do to stay in peace, I would do. Everything I could do to get rid of that anxious thoughts, I would do. And I worked so hard in it. She says, I worked so hard on trying to get rid of it that I am now more convinced than ever of my anxiety listen to this, and that she had it much worse, according to her, than she thought. So rather than working on it to the point of getting rid of it, while she was working on it, it, it got bigger. This is, this is important now. This wow. really is. She was beginning to notice. even experience more attacks. And what was her problem? The Lord showed her. 
Her focus was continually more on herself and less on Jesus. This can happen. You know, that's this like the guy happen. who had all these problems and anxieties, and they said, cheer up, it could be worse. So he said, so I cheered up, and sure enough, it got worse. <laughs> That's a lie of the devil. That's absolutely, an absolute absolutely. lie. And this is what people try to do. They're trying to do this and they're just, they're not yep. actually operating in the systems of that right. Jesus has in the Bible. She was focused on herself. Right. And you know what? Last year, <laughs> last year I was sick in the winter months for three months. And, mm. you know, people say, oh, you probably had COVID. Well, I have no idea. I didn't have any of those symptoms. But I was fighting especially sinus and throat issues for three full months. Now, I was taking my authority. In fact, I remember I happened to be talking to somebody at Andrew Womack Ministries, and they said, you want any prayer? And so I said, well, yeah, you know, I've been fighting this. He goes, okay, well, you have to remember the bully. It's like the devil. He's a bully, and he's in the backyard, and he's pushing you down and pushing you down, China. You know, so you have to fight. You have to. So I was doing that, and he was right, and I was already doing that, taking my authority over the symptoms until I became physically exhausted. That was another thing now I had to deal with. (laughs) Okay, my throat was getting more raw. I became really, over time, I I started becoming disappointed in myself because I saw that my faith wasn't working. Okay, I was convinced, me, that I was doing something wrong. And maybe my faith wasn't working because of this. Maybe I didn't have enough in this area. Maybe I didn't repeat scriptures enough. So I went to the Lord and I asked him, what is this problem? What's wrong? And he told me, you're focused on the wrong thing. He said, you're focused on the strength of your faith rather than focusing on the work that my son Jesus accomplished for you on the cross 2,000 years ago. I was actually amplifying my symptoms because my focus was on my faith and the works of my faith and why is this not working and all I really had to do was focus on the finished works and this is the same with my friend Al that she was focusing so much on that anxiety that it was growing and she was getting more panic attacks than ever and what she should have done was just meditated and focused on what Jesus died to give her that's important many times I focus on the power of God the, the power that raised Christ from the dead is in you. And I focus on this. Well, I got power over this. So anyway, you know, there's a lot of misunderstood scriptures. And I think this is one that's um, actually in that same realm. Um, Second Corinthians Second 10 Corinthians 4. 10 and 4. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. That means physical, you know, picking up guns and clubs. But mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And this, this whole thing... She was creating a stronghold by the more and more she actually made this worse because you, and that's what the devil does. He always tries to create strongholds and other, and he doesn't say you need to do this and oh, you're, you're a poor baby. He always says it to you this way. I'm a poor baby. Oh, I have all the, he gets you thinking. Mm -hmm. So anyway, um, in the warfare, you need weapons to fight and you know, our weapons are spiritual, you know, and 
You know, I talk a lot about how I got down on the floor and roll. That God said, "Get down on the floor and roll around, laugh at the devil." That's a spiritual warfare tactic. Absolutely. Nothing in the it's physical, natural realm would make any difference. That's rolling right. around on the floor, laughing at the devil, and it destroyed the devil's camp. That's is right. what it did. I That's could, right. I could get into what actually happened, but we're That's not going right. to talk about that today. So, if you have anxiety, well, this is an example. Like, yeah. if you have anxiety. And, and you're living on the medication. For the rest of your life there, that you know. You're losing. You know, I said to overcome, and some are overcome, and so some are overcomers. Right. Um, God's got a better way for you. He has a better way rather than coping. And this yeah. is what I see so many people do, Christians. They, they're just coping. Yeah. And, you know, I, and I'm not yes, putting anybody are. down. It's not the easiest no, thing we're to not. do. We're not. It is a war. Yes, it's a war. It's just, and there's nothing wrong, again, and we've said this over and over again, there's nothing wrong with taking medication for your anxiety, the anxiety that's attacking you, but there is something wrong with the mindset that you're going to be taking it for the rest that's of your the life. Key. That's a failure mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, yep. you, you might be taking it, but your mindset is, I'm not going to take this forever. I'm not right. going to take this for the rest of my life, even if you need it. That's right. Start right. thinking different and speaking different than, well, what am I going to do? And it's just a lie, Al. It's just yeah. a lie of the enemy saying that you're going to stay on this for the rest of your life because he just wants you to cope rather than be free. So Second Corinthians, we're going to continue. 10.4 tells us that they're able to pull down strongholds. Well, what is a stronghold? It is simply a hold on you that is strong. <laughs> I mean, really. It's like it's you can't overcome it. Yeah, it's, it's like a besetting mind. sin. It's mm-hmm. like you just, it's, it, it's, it's in a stronghold. Mind. It's like a remote place. It's like a secret place. And it's in your mind. And one of the original meanings is it's a castle or fortress or anything on which one relies. Wow. You begin to rely on those strongholds, which are lies mm-hmm. of the enemy. It's a negative thought that has been built up in your mind for years, and now it becomes this strong fortress. And you literally think wow. that's the way life is. Wow. It is yes. this way. You know why? Yes, exactly, Al. Now you come to rely on that as truth. You think it's truth. Yeah, you think it's truth, of course. But you rely on that as truth, even though it's not truth. And you know what? Some, sometimes we have to take these strongholds down and it's a hard reality we have to tell you look that's wrong that's not the right thing and you think like you you might say to me and or to say to us oh you're mean and hard no we're not we're just telling you the truth in love that some of this stuff's got to go yeah i mean we were counseling someone yesterday whose wife is just you know she had a bad past but she got clear of it and everything fine she's been born again for years two beautiful children everything but she's suffering now because the, and everything he told me, I knew, even though it was based on truth that happened to her in her past, the devil was lying to her, like brought everything back up, all her past and everything. Everything he told me, I confirmed that was a lie of the enemy. Now this girl, what she has to do now is she has to learn how to combat these lies and cast down these anxious thoughts because it's creating major problems in her family. You know, the facts are, this is what happened to her. The lie is you are defective and you cannot function. You should be depressed because of what happened to you. Right, right. But you know, if we Folk, again, we, that's a stronghold. Take that whole that's mindset right. down. Say, you know what? Christ died for me. You know, I tell people in light, 
of what God has done for me. There's no time to regret anything. That's good. And, I, and I've done plenty of dumb things. And like with her in her life, there's all this, oh, regret, look what happened to me. Yeah. Okay, it happened to you. I'm sorry, I'm not minimizing that. Yeah. But in light of what Jesus has yeah. done for me, I had no time to play games with regret. That's I just awesome. go on in my life and try to fulfill what God's called me to do. And when you focus on what God has called you to do with your life, all of this that happened to her that she's thinking about, it basically goes away. It has no place. That's good. Do you understand? Yeah, it's it's like, yeah, it happened to me. Yeah, I'm suffering. But God's told me to do this, and I'm going to just do this. That's I good. don't care. I'm going to do this. And as That's Joyce good. Meyer would say, do it afraid or do it full of anxiety. I don't care. Do what God's calling right. you to do, and it will go away in time. Right. So I'm right. sorry. So <laughs> no. So a stronghold is a thought that you have come to rely on as truth. You've become to, you, you're believing a lie now. And what you rely on now is what you count on. I mean, your whole life, everything is different perspective now because you're believing a lie. This is incredibly dangerous. And this is why there is no natural cure. There's only spiritual weapons that can tear down spiritual strongholds. People don't realize it, but everything is spiritual. Whatever you see on the earth happening, it's because of something in the spiritual that happened. And it all comes from the spiritual realm, which is stronger than the physical. Right. Even money is spiritual. I don't have yeah. time to get into that, but it's, yeah. all, it's, all, it's all about that. Okay, so let's continue, Al, to 2 Corinthians 10.5. And so um, well, here we are. Here we are casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. That means this thinking you have is greater than the Bible. That's what that means. And that's incorrect. Of course, there is no thinking. That's what he's saying. You got to bring that down. You've right. got thinking in you that's that presents itself right. as higher than what Jesus has said or what yeah. the Bible says. That's <clears throat> right. And you've got to right. cast down that knowledge. You've got to get rid of that down because it, it's against, that knowledge is against what God has said. That's right. And bring those thoughts. How do you bring those thoughts down? Think about something else. Well, here, you could just, oh, what about the news, the flu season? Oh, gee. You always Turn have it off. stories about that. <laughs> you know, when they say it's flu season, what do you do? What do you do when you hear it's flu season? I laugh at them. I say that's just a lie of the devil. And I had that happen to me. I was preaching in a church, and I've said this before. I was a guest speaker, and I was coming every Sunday. And one Sunday I walked in, there was just like a handful of people. And I'm like, what happened? Am I a bad preacher? And he said, you don't know? And I said, I don't know. Because I reject all this flu thinking. Mm -hmm. And he said, everyone's got the flu. That's why they're not here. And he said this to me. He said, and you're going to get it next. And I went just like this right in his face. I said, I will never get the flu. I said, you will get the flu. (laughs) But I will not get the flu. So he went and sat down. I preached and I never got the flu. Right. Right. So you reject all thoughts that are coming at you from all sides, and you see it with your natural eyes. Yeah, I saw it. There was nobody there. Right. But you don't <laughs> fight in the natural. You fight in the spiritual realm ha- by speaking against That's them. how you fight in the spiritual right. realm. It's what you say. That's right. That's how I did it. Right. <laughs> I, I, I set the stage right then and there that he knew this wasn't going to happen to me. I'll be here next Sunday. Right. You won't, but I will. And I was mm-hmm. there. I, I never did get sick. Yeah. Because I understand I was healed 2,000 years ago. That's right. And I continue to walk in divine health 
And I, I constantly, you know, like to sit there and say you never had a problem is untrue. But I stand on the word of God and I fight and I fight and I fight until I overcome. Right. I don't right. become an over, I don't become overcome. <laughs> yeah. It's the way we live. This is the way both of us live. Well, you know, we, we I, I've learned and practiced how to, ca- oh, here it comes, cast it down. You know, I, I get involved yeah, right. in business things with a lot of money, and then all of a sudden the economy starts crashing, and it's easy to freak out. You know, like, well, how much money did I lose? <clears throat> but I just believe God's going to bless me. I'm a tither and a giver, and God's going to bless me. I don't care what the economy right. does. And it works every time. Isn't it so good that God actually gave us something that works, that we can do to combat yep. these thoughts and everything? Yep. that it, you're wearing? He doesn't leave us defenseless or powerless, you know? Yep. It's awesome. Well, let's go to the second half of the verse of this verse five, which really is a misunderstood section of scripture. I think it's not the end of the world to see it one way, but we're going to show you a better, better way. It says bringing every thought into now. This is a negative thought that goes against the knowledge of God's word that I was just saying, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. Now, this is where words get mixed up. Most Christians believe that this is saying that we've got to bring every thought that's not in alignment with God's word into captivity because this is obedience to Christ. And after all, we must obey Christ. But think about it. Okay, bring every thought that doesn't line up with the word of God because we have to obey Christ. Get it into captivity. What if we miss one of those thoughts? (laughs) Have you ever thought of that? Sure. I mean, I can't tell you how many thoughts went through my mind yesterday that were not according to the Word of God. I don't remember all of them, but I know they were there. I mean, how am I, on purpose, going to bring every thought captive just to make sure I'm obedience to Christ? I'll be in disobedience every single day. This is not what this is talking about, and it's so easy to miss. Can you see how this line of thinking can create a huge burden for us? If it was true, I am in constant disobedience because I cannot possibly remember every thought that I come up with or that comes into my mind that did not line up with the Word of God. I mean, this is a, I'm I'm totally toast. This isn't saying to bring every thought captive in obedience to Christ, here's what it's saying, to bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. It's to his obedience. It's not to obey him, it's to his obedience. This is two different things, completely. You know, this is what I was talking about when I said, there's no time to be anxious. There's no time to be fearful when I think of what he has done for me. Right. It, it, it goes away. This is what you're saying. It's what he's done. Right. And our focus is on, I've got to take this thought and bring it to God and put it in jail. People say that captivity means jail, like it's in a jail cell. Because if I don't, I'm not obeying God because it says obey. That's not what it means. It means focus on Jesus's obedience to his father. That's what this the saving means. Grace. Absolutely. In other words, we are to replace Those anxious thoughts with what Jesus accomplished on the cross 2,000 years ago. And when you 
begin to see and think of how you'll have anxiety for the rest of your life. If that starts coming on you, you on purpose need to replace those thoughts with what, with what Jesus did in obedience to his, with his father. Jesus died on the cross I for mean, me. I'm saved. I'm going news. to heaven. Exactly. I'm going exactly. to heaven. I have all of this. I can be thankful in the midst of this. I can be healed. I'm, it's so good what Christ has done. Just that alone will get rid of the anxiety. Replace the thoughts, right, with the limitless amount of love that God had for you, that he sent his perfect son to die so that you can be forgiven and have all this good stuff inside of you to fight the, the enemy, to be prosperous, to be healed, to be whole in every way and walk in peace. When and I, Jesus and did I think all about that, what Jesus did for me, man, it's oh like, man, God. I'm valuable. I, I, that's right. So you bring your anxiety, your anxious thoughts to Christ's obedience to his father and dwell on this reality. It is not possible for you to just stop thinking, to put that thought in a box and put it away without replacing it with something else. It is, it is not possible. When you focus on what Christ did for you, then that doesn't have to be kept, it's just gone. It's just gone. That's no, the basis I, of this whole thing, what he did for right, me. Right. I have no time for regret because of what Jesus did for me. It's right. none of that. I have no time for that. It's because of what he has done, not what I do. That's right. That's right. And remember right. Karen, our daughter, she was the she had uh, gone, she was a teenager, she was in middle school, and she was listening to a, 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 a rap guy that was not a good man. He's not a good person. Okay, that's all I'm going to say. And she went to school and my neighbor called me and says, you know, uh, Karen has a copy of so-and-so's CD. And I said, oh, really? Thank you. So uh, so I, I went into her drawer and it was laying right there and I took it. I took it out. I went, doo-doo, broke it in half, laid it right back down in her drawer, closed it, never said a word. She never said a word to me. And but but let me tell you this, when you take that music or tell your kids, especially at a younger age, you can't listen to that music, you have to replace it with something else. Or they're gonna go right back. And Karen knew that our home was a home of praise and worship. And so she knew what to replace that music with. You know, otherwise she would just be listening to the same Yeah, somebody else. Absolutely. So we Absolutely. replace it with worship unto God music. And right. we, we do that all the time here. Yep. We worship God. And it, the Lord showed me a long time ago that all music was made for the worship of God. Mm -hmm. And anything that's not worship of God or music about God is, uh, I'm not going to say a forgery, it, it's, it, it's just incorrect. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't mean you're a bad person if you're singing a song. But it was designed to be worship for God. And when you enter into what music was made for, watch how good this works on getting rid of anxiety. Right. Right? So replace anxiety thinking to God thinking. Cast down those anxious thoughts and then remember what Jesus did for you. 2,000 years ago. Meditate on what he did. Thank him for paying the price for your healing, your prosperity, your deliverance, and your peace. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. thank him for it. Thank him for calling you his son or his daughter and pouring out abundant mercy on you toward you. And thank him for standing right by your side during the time that you are focusing on becoming free from this anxiety. You know what I like, Al? This is what I like. Light dispels the darkness. Dark. Jesus is yep. the light. And when we focus on the light, when we focus on him, 
darkness automatically goes away. It dissipates, just as it does when you go into a dark room and you flick that switch and the light comes out, it comes on and, well, where's the darkness? Completely gone. See, we've got it opposite. We've got it, you know, uh, we, no, don't go to the light. Go to the darkness, get rid of that, and then the light will come in. That's not the way it works. Just let the light in. Absolutely. And that's what it means. Bring your thought captive to the obedience of to Christ's obedience to his Father. And it takes all the burden off of you because we're going to mess up with our thoughts every day. And it's mm. impossible to, to cage them all. Okay, so focus on Jesus, focus on things above. It makes all the difference. And you know in the that's world. a big thing, like with you and your and the book. God's not mad at you if you don't do this right and you make mistakes and it's a process and it takes time. Yes. God's not mad at you in the interim. That's good, Al. I'll show them my book. God's not mad at you. It goes right along with the other book. This is called God's Not Mad at You, and this talks about His grace. And it's just awesome to, to that He is just not angry in any way. You. And as Andrew would say, he's not even in a bad mood. You can't even get him ticked off. It's just all wrong teaching. So this book, God's Not Mad at You, is awesome. You ought to get it. And also, today's teaching is in this book, Get Rid of That Anxiety with God Right by Your Side. The good thing about this is you don't have to do this alone. If you tried and struggled in your own quiet time to do it alone, it's not working. That's because you need God. You need Jesus. You need the Holy Spirit to help you and take you by the hand and walk you through it. And then on the other side, the both of you, I mean, he's smiling all the way anyway, and you'll be smiling because you'll be free from it. So go to victorylifeministries.org and get your copy of Get Rid of That Anxiety and God's Not Mad at You. We have many other resources on our website, too, that will help you. Also, if you'd like to donate to us and become a partner, help us to share this around the world. We would so appreciate it. Remember, whatever you give into this ministry, because it's good ground, it will be given back to you a hundredfold in this life. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And remember, victory is always yours through Jesus Christ. We'll see you next time. Hey, thanks so much for listening today. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week. You can help us by rating the show or by simply sharing this episode with your friends. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at victorylifeministries.org.